Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives, our communities, our world. Radio Rookies help me learn that the power of the mic, that the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. I'm Andrew Mambo, a producer for Radio Rookies at WNYC. Most of the young people in high school we work with are still trying to figure out what they want to do when they graduate. But from the first day we met Cece Rodriguez, she told us she planned to join the U.S. Marine Corps. And when she learned that women only make up 7% of the Marines, that only seemed to motivate her more. But while doing her story, Cece discovered there are real challenges for women in the armed services. 18. 19. That's 20. Yes, I might have spaghetti arms, but I work out hard. I'm five foot four and a hundred pounds. I may be tiny, but there's a bigger me inside this little me. That's like seven. Oh. I can already pass the Marine Corps physical fitness test. For pull-ups, I can do 20. And push-ups, I can do 30 of those. But I want to be in shape to get that max score. I can't no more. I've always been competitive, like on the basketball court. You don't know the rules basketball, and you don't even know what you're talking about. I guess you could say... She's stubborn, hard-headed, coconut head. That's my smart mouth of a friend, Gabby. But even though I might have a coconut head, I can accept authority when I need to. I understand what I'm getting into when I talk about joining the Marines. A lot of my family members have served in the armed forces, but that doesn't mean they want me to join. Actually, it's kind of the opposite. How do you feel about seeing me leave? I'd cry a lot. I wouldn't want you to leave. And I'll freaking hang you in my closet so you won't leave. My younger sister Sarai cried when our brother left for the Marines. Are you trying to kill me? I'm going to ziplock you in a bag. Ziplock me in a bag? I don't want you to go to the Marines like you're my favorite sister. Why would I ever want that? My mom has her own worries about it. A parent never imagines a child telling them that they want to go into the forces. That's a parent's worst nightmare. You know, you have to have the mentality of thinking, I might go to war if this this is for me, because war is not for everybody. I think of this all the time. Okay. Because there's PTSD and all that other Mm -hmm. stuff when people come, because Max didn't come so good. My stepfather Max fought in Iraq. My mom says when he came back, he wasn't the same jokey Max who left for the Marines. He was my best friend. Before he left, he was a certain way, and when he came back, he was totally different. That that wasn't Max no more. I try not to worry about PTSD, not because I don't think it can happen to me, but because serving is an honor. I want to enlist for my family to protect them, and they're worth the risk of going to war or even losing my life. Nobody is ever ready for the military. Max told me that getting on the plane to go to Iraq was hard, but getting off was harder. He doesn't only worry that I might have to go to war, but also about the fact that I'm a female. Recently on the news, there was a lot of rapes going on within the military. Females would either say something to their senior and then their senior would dismiss it for whatever reason. When we went to one of the higher-ups, the chain of command, They told me just because I didn't like somebody, they weren't going to switch me away from this guy. I know that rape is a big problem in the military, but I don't really know how it's even allowed to happen. Tried to get me to touch him. So I watched this documentary. It's called The The Invisible War. I started to yell for the other guys to kind of hear me to, hey, hey, hey. Um, 
He hit me across the left side of my face. The film is legit depressing. So you hear about these women getting beaten, and the guys are just chilling as if they did nothing wrong. When I got home, I talked to my mom about the movie. Was the movie what you expected it to be? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, well, the ladies that got raped, they got raped for a long time. Like, How do you feel about that and you wanting to go into the military? There's a lot of women there, it depends, you know, and I would defend myself. Like, if they don't defend me, I'm defending myself first. I would carry a knife, a gun, some damn pepper spray, all of them, huh? Like, if you don't get stabbed, then you're getting shot up. If you can't get shot up, you're getting stabbed up. And if you can't get neither, you're getting sprayed up in your eyes. Yeah, I know. I sound tough. But a federal investigation found 23% of women in the military say they've experienced unwanted sexual contact. That's a lot. And the fact that I'm small could make me vulnerable. I'm not going to let that stop me. I don't want to see myself as a victim when I haven't even become one. Not everyone gets put through that. I always felt safe. And I don't think I remember a time when any of my female friends had any issues um, that where they felt unsafe. Sandra Garfinkel so, is a former Marine. The thing about the Marine Corps is that I feel it's... um. <laughs> it's a boys club. And I wanted to do everything I could to not be seen as a woman, but to be seen as a Marine so I could be equal. And I did everything 110% just to blend in. But there was a lot of that being either treated with a little bit of resentment because sometimes women get better birthing or we don't have to get as high of a physical fitness test score or they just don't believe that we should be there. I have zero tolerance for people who think women aren't capable of doing a man's job. If I end up having a sexist commanding officer, first, I speak with him. If that doesn't work, I'm speaking with the person above him. Even that boss has a boss, and I will find him. I went to check out the Marine Recruiting Headquarters on Long Island to see where I'll be one day. Christina, nice to meet you. Come on up. That's cool. So this space that we just walked through here is 2nd Battalion 25. I truly feel ready to do this. And they are actually And Boot Camp is calling my name. Thank you. I'm telling you, this is pretty cool. What? I'm going to be a Marine. I'm proud to say that. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter C.C. Rodriguez. Radio Rookies is supported by the Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The Hive Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's Newman's Own Foundation. The New York City Department of Cultural Affairs. The New York State Council on the Arts. On the Arts or of the Arts? The Pinkerton Foundation. The Smart Family Foundation. The W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation. And Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Kari Pinkin, 
and Andrew Mambo. Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookie's theme music was produced by... Wait, what theme music? <laughs> what, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to give somebody a shout out. <laughs> <laughs>